0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Make sure that their candy isn't laced with anything because, you know, that those weed gummies, they look like real candy. Welcome Welcome to to The Holy Holy Hour, Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between.
2: I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok
1: at Liz Ball so hard.
2: You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at
1: patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. I look like a Christian youth group leader today. <laughs> do, yeah and but i love the socks it of the shoes yeah I'm wearing like loose jeans and then this like highlighter purple woodstock shirt and i have like a little braid crown happening with my front bangs i'm trying to grow up i really really love this now that you've pointed this out that's 100 percent what's going on here all right y'all <laughs> we know that we love our starbucks but <laughs> what we should be loving is jesus is jesus <laughs> you a know who's always there for jesus you don't need coffee in the morning you what you need is a cup of jesus <laughs> jesus in the morning right when you wake <laughs> up right in bed and that's why i have the john 316 tattooed right behind my ear so it's like god's whispering in there <laughs> <laughs> what is God, what, tell me that what what With john 316 yeah. is um thou shalt not uh fucketh with God (laughs) oh I know that one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's why the Christians love it (laughs) yeah right I have that actually tattooed on the inside of my lip (laughs) (laughs) I always show the boys before I go down on them zip down their pants yeah John 316 (laughs) I have I decided to get a tattoo behind my ear and my husband Jed has it engraved on his Why are they gun. they are all named Jed? <laughs> Jed. Jed.
2: Jedediah. Um, Jed. Okay, I was, I tweeted this yesterday. Of Coors Light. But that whole like, um, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, that whole thing about mm-hmm. like gay couples. But like, I was thinking about how fucking hilarious it would be if there was someone in the Bible named Steve. Just Steve. Not even Steven. No. Just it's like Ezekiel, Isaiah, Steve. <laughs> it's, my it's, buddy Steve. He's just like the charity case that just kinda like <laughs> <laughs> just kinda like tags along. <laughs>
1: I mean Adam and Steve would make more sense because Adam would just be like, and this is my buddy Steve. Yeah. Steve's We're like, hey. roommates.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. <laughs> roommates with benefits. <laughs> <That's
1: it. laughs> this is my buddy Steve. And he's just always like, Hey, when anyone <laughs> says my buddy Steve <laughs> Every guy's got a buddy named Steve. Yeah. I, I had a theory earlier today when I was washing my dishes, and my theory is that every guy is just the same guy. They're just like a slightly different version of the same guy. Am I wrong?
2: No, it's like when you put a phrase into a translator and then you translate it back to the original language. It's always just like slightly different. Mm-hmm. That's like every man. Yeah, it's like they're they're like they're a, just like they resemble a telephone each other. Translator, right? You can kind of fi- figure out what it is, mm-hmm. but they're all just a little bit you're off. You're like
1: you're like something about you also reminds me of a guy that I hate, but I love you. So that's confusing, and Damn. you all just have like a little bit of this like same. I think it's this quality that is, like, um, almost, like, childlike. Like, guys have, like, special interests the way that, like, children have special interests where they, like, won't shut the fuck up about, like, Legos. Yeah, trains. They have, like, a phase. But then, like, that special interest becomes, like, their whole personality. And it reminded me of when I was wearing a Pulp Fiction shirt. And, um, (laughs) I know, we've all worn a, you just, you're... Face got so angry. Frozen Men really love. They love to talk to you about Pulp Fiction. Yes. So I was at a baseball game, and it's just like one of the few things I hadn't packed. It was like right before. I, it was literally the day before I moved to Seattle. So I'm wearing my like Pulp Fiction shirt because it's comfy, and this kid. He had to have like been like a late teenager, and he definitely thought I was probably also a teenager. And he walked by, and he like said a line from the movie—I can't remember which one—and he say what again? Yeah, I, I something stupid like that. <laughs> and um, it's the one that they always. Love talking <laughs> <about>. <laughs> and I was—I just like looked at him, and I was like huh because it's not like I didn't know that he was making a movie reference it's like one I forget that I'm wearing this Pulp Fiction shirt and then um also you're not expecting some like fucking person like to get up in your face about what you're wearing that's the thing is like
2: what like no matter what like it could be like a line from your own movie and
1: somebody could yell it at you and you would still be like What's up? Yeah, because that's jarring. That yeah, so annoying. Well, if you were in a movie too, it's just assuming you're probably in other movies as well, right? And so you're like other movies, movie. other than Pulp Fiction. Yeah, and that also that one line is also just like one part of like your entire experience on set. Anyways, that is you are that's such a universal experience that where like someone is just like, hey, um. I want to use a thing about you to talk about me. Yeah. Like tattoos. They're like, oh, I'm going to talk to you about this tattoo. And you're like, Ugh, no one wants to, to right. talk to you. I don't want to tell you about my tattoos as an introduction to you telling me about yourself. Your tattoos, yeah. Or just like you telling me about something I don't care about. But I just, I know that guy came up to me because he was like, I'm going to make a reference to this movie because I bet this stupid girl doesn't know that i'm right. gonna they're just wearing this pulp fiction shirt and i'm a cool subversive 18 year
2: old it's just like oh you're on a mariners game name three of the players i'm like i'm the
1: one with the nice like, ass yeah like what okay. the fuck i'm here let to people get enjoy things yeah. let people enjoy things and sometimes that means letting me enjoy bullying online Um, Yeah, that's fair. Liz, you're wearing a Woodstock shirt. Did you even go? One time I was wearing this shirt over like my summer vacation and I walked out and we were like, everyone started watching this um, documentary series on Woodstock 99 and I had to go make sure that this didn't say that year on here. Oh, yeah. I doubt it would because it was so atrocious, but... But I was like, should I stop wearing this shirt? (laughs) Damn.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's so many things that we're not allowed to enjoy anymore because people have ruined those things.
1: Stop ruining things. Like, please. Yeah. Just, just, just don't. Please. Just please don't. Kanye ruined Kanye for us. R. Kelly ruined R. Kelly for us. And they did that to themselves, but they could have not.
2: Yeah. That was an option.
1: It was an option for them to have not. And then we wouldn't be where we are right now.
2: Kevin Spacey loved him. Don't anymore. He ruined Kevin Spacey.
1: Yeah, but he's allowed to have a career for some reason. Still, he is. Yes, I think he's, he's still getting cast, cast shit. in like three movies. Ew. I know. Boo. Anyway.
2: Boo. Anyway, this is the pre-Halloween episode. Oh shit! So I have a little
1: game.
3: <gasps>
1: oh, I'm thrilled. But also, I don't practice Halloween as a Christian youth group leader. <laughs> it is the it, devil's holiday. Yeah, and. Um I will personally be praying all evening for the rest of you and your children. I make sure that their candy isn't laced with anything because you know that those weed gummies, they look like real candy. Damn, I got high as hell the other day, and <laughs> it was a complete <laughs> accident. <laughs> I thought I was just eating some of my husband's chocolates. Did you ever go to those houses
2: that like would give out like little packets of apples?
1: When um, I feel like I i feel like i probably had that experience or like a like, toothbrush what yeah like you fucking
2: heathens mm-hmm. and it wasn't like oh shit i don't have anything um he, like here you go it was like they had a whole bowl of like sliced apples
1: think about how like don't do that phobic that generation is though that's so fucking true they're like mm, sugar makes you fat that was like also 90s which was the peak of like anorexia diet yeah well i wouldn't say it's a peak of anorexia but i feel like it was like the it really kicked things off the 90s it really did did you Um, know like i would say the peak was like 2000s era
2: really for anorexia Mm -hmm. when was friends because i know like monica and rachel were like big like leaders of like the anorexia movement and that was like the biggest show yeah they were both like publicly anorexic for a while
1: yeah jesus Um, super fricked that, but also that was like the time where like there's just so much diet food. Mm-hmm. It was like regular food is bad for you. And that's why you need to eat this processed chemical induced food. Yes. Yeah. And then it tasted weird.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Okay, my game. Yeah, hit me.
2: I need to tell you before I we play this game. This game came to me in a dream literally <gasps> last night. Yeah, I had a dream that we played this exact thing. And so we're going to play it. Did you just
1: make up this
2: game? No. Oh. Well, kind of. I mean, I made up this version of the game. So, you know those things where people are like rating these things 1 to 5 without knowing what the next thing is and you have to like decide where you place it on like from 1 to 5 without mm-hmm. knowing what's coming next so like your favorite beers oh oh oh, oh
1: okay like, oh
2: rainier mm, i'm gonna put it out of three because i don't know what's coming next mm. you know you remember okay. that yes so i do like that i made a version um halloween costumes <gasps> bad halloween costumes amazing you have to put them one Which is your favorite my- okay f- and five is
1: your least favorite um without knowing what is coming next i am so excited you know how much i love costumes mm-hmm. and ho- yeah you know lo- you how know much costumes. i love costumes you I know made you this costume. cute just for me in a dream nonetheless I th- in a dream I, and
2: subconscious uh, subconsciously i'm always thinking of you
1: i i you feel you can the never same leave way. me i won't okay all right it's impossible you ready it, yes these I are all real ready. costumes <gasps>
2: that i found on the internet okay okay i'm thrilled the first one rim reaper it's like the Grim Reaper,
1: but a butthole. <laughs> um, the Grim Reaper, but a butthole. Like kills assholes. Mm, I'm going to go five, actually.
2: Wow, that's bold.
1: You don't know what's I'm, coming up. That's fair, but I, I have to suffer with the consequences of my actions. All right.
2: Five is taken. Second one. A giant foot.
1: A giant foot? Oh, Wow. I'm going to have to go with two. I actually really like that. That is so fucking weird. <laughs> I, I would it. have no choice but to laugh. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Giant foot. Okay. What if I had a little toe ring on it? Be kind of cute. Yeah. A little, like foot
2: tattoo. Like a little
1: like. Yeah. I get like a little dolphin like tattoo. Yeah. And then like a toe ring. And like a nice manny or petty. Nice mm-hmm. petty. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is like foot fetish content right there. Hell
2: yeah. Okay. No no I'm into I am I'm into that being too. I think that you made a good decision today. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
2: Okay, the next one. A pussy magnet. It's just a big magnet with a bunch of cats on it.
1: Hmm. 4. Nice. Because like like the concept I guess is clever, but like any guy who's like I'm going to be a pussy magnet, I would be like Ugh. like it, I would have a visceral reaction. Yeah, absolutely. And then I would make sure that man isn't like slipping stuff in anyone's drinks all night. That's true. If I was in college, I would cause a scene and have them kicked out by the three fraternity boys I know.
2: <laughs> what, what if it was like a really like nerdy guy that was just like very benign? <laughs>
1: no, that would... I, I just, like, I don't know anyone who, if they wore that, that I would be like, this is okay. You know? Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, I need to reevaluate the kind of person you are.
2: Damn. That's if you a, hadn't given... A,
1: now I'm like, shit, I wish it was f- I was number gonna five. I was going to say, I was about to ask yeah. if you hadn't given Rim
2: Reaper a five, would that be a number five?
1: I think, well, like, aesthetically, I would still have to put Rim Reaper as five. Okay. um, But for concept... The pussy that would be five because okay. there's just, there's just something about it that gives me the ick. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Dope. Alright. You have one and three are up for grabs. Okay. You got two more. I'm excited. I think we'll fill them both. Obviously okay. we have to, but
2: a sexy minion, but not in like an ironic, funny way. Like it's just like a literal costume of like a sexy
1: minion. Like how people dress as like a sexy cat. I do think that would be fucking hilarious and I can't know what my third option is or my number three. Honestly, I'm going to go number one with this. Damn. All right. Sexy minion. I will tell you. I actually think that would be pretty funny. Even if it's not ironic. Hilarious. (laughs) I agree.
2: Okay. But it was like a really cringy costume. I wish I got pictures. Oh, I want to see it. It was like, you know how like the models for these like bags of costumes always have like big boobs and they're always like. Like yeah. really feeling themselves in the yeah. pictures, it was that in a in a sexy minion costume. That
1: is so funny.
2: It was really it was bad.
1: And uh, oh, what was I to say? I always I was thinking like, <laughs> what if I dressed up as sexy Kirby? So I was thinking it would be funny if it was like a costume that went over my head. So just like my whole torso is the big round Kirby. And then my legs are just long and like it, I'm wearing like big stripper heels and fishnets. That would be. Hell yeah. And maybe like I maybe like a yassified Kirby, like big lashes, yeah. like blush, <laughs> lips, contour. That would be so Hell fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. A yasified sexy Kirby. You got to do it next year.
2: I'm holding you to that. I will be. So I don't know if I'll be able to
1: find a costume to like make. You happen. have a year to make one see listen that's a big commitment
2: <laughs> i'm holding you to it on the on a public podcast uh that's a lot of work okay <laughs> and no one's gonna pay me for it so <laughs> that's true well you don't know maybe i'll go viral start like an OnlyFans for your kirby costume <laughs> that would be amazing just
1: like different poses would Showing, like, you smash or pass sexy kirby smash it's the only appropriate answer yeah um
2: okay you know what they play in high school, like these high school kids now, are kiss or slap instead of smash kiss or Kiss or slap? Yeah. Isn't that Good. adorable?
1: Good. Yeah. Kiss or slap. Y'all are children. I think that that's Have you adorable. seen the TikToks of people being like, hey, who do you think is the most attractive kid in our class? Yeah. And then they go like, to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love I it. I was so invested in that. Me
2: too. I've watched so many of them. I've been watching like high school girl drama. Like-
1: right sometimes it shows up on my for you page and i was like what well, i'm 30 but i am invested yeah they are like I, "Well, i'm 31
2: ruthless now. like they are like one of the girls was like doing a stitch with one of like the girls that she has beef with and she's like she started out with like first of all if you need somebody to if you need me to refer you to someone to fix your roots i got you and i saw like, oh, that my god that was like really was spicy like, drama mm. There were, like, videos. She came with, like, receipts. I know. Okay, sorry. We have one more. Okay. Okay, yeah. And it's your number three. Yeah. Hit me. This is a literal costume that I found. Again, I'm reminding you. An actual costume, and it's very problematic. <sighs> Sexy Girl Scout. Oh. Doesn't that fucking suck? Yeah. That's on multiple websites. I
1: think we need to We need to change it to... Um, sexy woman scout hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah that's what they should just call it sexy woman scout yeah hello sexy woman cookie
2: seller yes i love those like alternative names for like all of these like pop culture so characters funny. it's yeah. so fucking funny they re-
1: spirit halloween is not fucking around no they their their copywriter needs a raise yeah absolutely i do have to say this, the concept of sexy Girl Scout is weird. Fucked like, up. Like you said, not only just the word girl, but also it's just like something so innocent. Yeah. And you're like sexualizing it. Yes. I mean, I guess you're doing that with minions, but minions yeah. aren't. Re- they're not, they're not, not children. Yeah. They're not people. They're not. Ch- they're not children. They've always existed as far as we know. Yeah. They're ancient beings. They
2: came out of the minion womb as adults. That's science. <laughs> Ascrew um cool I think you did a good job here today thank you
1: I can't wait for you to show me the sexy minion picture because now I'm fully invested I'm gonna pull it up now because I have my computer on my lap <laughs> <laughs> I love it it's Lord so help us all well I like it that it's they're posed like that yeah. you know like unironically like I'm gonna be such a hot minion I like I can't believe because you know the girl that is buying that ha- is fucking funny oh yeah you know the girl who's dressing up as a sexy minion has a fucking great sense of humor absolutely like the models are really taking their job seriously yeah they're like trying their hardest to make this minion costume look hot but (laughs) girl i feel like they they made her pose naked and they just like
2: photoshopped (laughs) it on that's actually exactly what it looks like that is oh my you actually might be
1: right they they just, like, put her in, like, a jumpsuit and then whatever. Yeah, just like, I'm sure, superimposed. I'm sure those co- there's so many costumes that are that same shape. Absolutely. But, like, a different print on the front.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're not going to pay for a model every time. They're, like, you know, paying people, yeah, like, like 10 cents budget, an hour to, okay? like, make these.
1: Spirit Halloween didn't have the copywriter that they have now. No.
2: That's making, so true.
1: Making up amazing Costume names. Speaking of
2: ten cents an hour, did you see that like Shein like insider video? Mm -mm. Oh my god, the conditions at that place! If you're listening, stop buying Shein. We've all done it. I've done it.
1: I I've been seeing um like videos that talk about like they have like a really high amount of like lead. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. I was like, I know it's some chemical.
2: It's super fucked. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. I mean, just the conditions there are. I mean, we knew that it was. It was bad. bad yeah any fast fashion but like somebody finally got like a hidden camera in and like
1: i also just want to say like buying shit like that is just such a terrible investment too yeah it's cheap but it it doesn't last yeah it's not gonna last and then it ends up in a landfill mm-hmm. and like it doesn't women's trends like turn over so quickly that i think it's like not even worth being like what's the hottest trend now mm-hmm. because I also feel like it's like a capitalist scam. Yes. <laughs> to be like we need women to be spending more and more money. Yeah. And we need to keep moving the goalpost constantly because mm-hmm. the fashion industry needs to stay profitable. And that's why you should just pick a style that like will be um timeless a little bit. Like maybe the shape is timeless, but the like you can tailor it to like your own personality yeah if that makes sense I know that sounds kind of stupid you're like yeah bitch that's just like wearing clothes and having (laughs) interests.
2: well but I do feel like people are always like trying to just like follow the next trend and like the like the biggest thing at the moment and
1: and I I mean like I not until recently I didn't really feel like I knew what my style was or like what I liked on my body I was just like oh that looks cute on this person who doesn't have the same shape as me at all yeah I'm gonna buy it and then it doesn't look the same on me and then I'm confused Mm -hmm. and I was like well they look cute like I bought the same outfit yeah that's not how anything works yeah that's not how any of that works yeah Liz (laughs) it's it's really like I mean I
2: I stopped trying to figure out so long ago because like for a while the trends that everybody was wearing looked so bad on my body type especially like in middle school like when like it really really mattered that you were wearing what everyone else was wearing
1: yeah um a bodycon skirt and a business casual sheer top yeah well like there were Junkie um soap, Sophie shorts oh yeah the not Sophie good shorts. for my body
2: type because like my
1: like where my
2: hips are is where they would need to sit, and so they would always like just kind of like jump up
1: yeah like, during the most anorexic time of existence mm-hmm. It was not good. yeah, being a girl with a butt wasn't cool yet
2: yeah, yeah so they had um they we've talked about this on the podcast before solo pants s o I do remember l o w those were like not for my body type, and everybody was wearing them, so anyway, say this all, all to say like. At a very young age, I was just like, I'm not going to try to fit in. Not, like, I don't like how any of this shit looks on me. Like, I'm doing it to fit in and people are making fun of me. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. It
1: is so weird. Like, haha, you have a big ass. Yeah, I know. Isn't that But then wild? it's like, mm, well, no one's complaining about it. Yeah,
2: I know. Times have really, really changed. Can
1: you imagine someone being like, haha, look at your giant tits. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. no one's had anything bad to say about it. So
2: it's going to keep doing
1: most people are just happy to be there. Right. Yeah. I think like most guys are going to be like, fuck, yeah, she's this big ass.
2: Right. But that used to not be the case because what we were being fed for so long was like, you know, if you're not like stick thin and like Mm -hmm. if you're not like just then you're not pretty. And now there's like all of this like different. I mean, obviously, there are so many body types that like still aren't getting accepted, Um, but it's a much wider range than it was when I was in middle school. At least, I also think middle schoolers are just like—they're
1: fucking stupid. They're
2: so mean.
1: Yeah, and you all smell bad. I know there's no middle schoolers listening to this, and they shouldn't be, but you all smell terrible. Yeah, tell your middle school family that we said. Yeah, yeah. Get some deodorant. I said it. And go to therapy. Start young. I did. I still cry a lot, but I'm glad I did. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be better at talking about your family. You know what? Maybe their parents are of a generation that are better at being parents. Yeah. But the one thing that good parenting can't change is like middle schoolers suck.
2: Yeah, that's so fucking real. It doesn't
1: matter what kind of parent you are. You're a middle school kid going to be the bane of your existence for like a good three years yeah, so my parents got up. so
2: lucky with me I never went through like a shitty
1: phase I was always so nice to everybody what if you're you just always were in a shitty phase and they don't want to tell you
2: okay I actually <laughs> think no no I actually <laughs> think about that all the time because like I remember like back in middle school I was like I don't think I'm ever gonna have an awkward phase and then I look at pictures from that era I'm you're like, like oh, bitch you were you, in it
1: that was the awkward yeah phase. yikes
2: but good for you for being
1: like Confident, (laughs) I my awkward phase was just like my body looked just kind of like a um like a tube of cookie dough because my like (laughs) weight hadn't really distributed. Oh, like you know, when right before you get hips, but you're like getting all the fat, yeah, like that is about to be distributed like in the rest of your body. It's just like kind of all one awkward flat that's amazing round tube (laughs) and a terrible haircut on top oh yeah and then and then suddenly like i yeah i just remember like having weird growing pains of like oh now i have like hips kind of (laughs) right yeah i
2: know that's it they're like the growing pains a a waste the physical and emotional growing pains of growing
1: yeah and then everyone telling you to cover up your body and you're like I don't even know what it looks like to on my own (laughs) yeah oh my god why are you looking at it I don't even want to look at it
2: (laughs) the first day of sixth grade I wore Sophie shorts and a um oh my god what was the the monkey shirt Paul oh yeah Paul Frank Paul Frank I was wearing a Paul Frank tank top that is the ideal sixth grade outfit yeah and I got in trouble
1: because oh because, because of your butt?
2: Uh, yeah because I was like I wasn't covering enough and that was like when I still wasn't eating because I was like still afraid of food and then that was also the year that I got on like stomach medication to like make me want to eat and oh, so no. I gained weight I got in trouble that first day and then I gained was weight because your the year. shorts
1: were too short
2: yeah and my take I was wearing a tank top I like oh, I like okay. struck out twice in that I w- outfit.
1: yeah I would have gotten I would have gotten a
2: slap on the wrist
1: yeah, but dress coded. Yeah. And then they make you wear like an ugly school well, shirt. They
2: turned me into like an example that day because they were like, it's everyone's first day and this is exactly what you shouldn't wear. It was like much nicer than that, but that was what they were saying. And um, later on in the year, because I had gained weight, I was like, I wish that I would have not listened and wore that more often because like I was so skinny. And like, as a sixth grader, that's not
1: even a thought I had. Mm-hmm. That's so sad. It's so sad. It's like we should do a full episode where we talk more about our experiences like in our bodies during oh, that yeah. time. Oh yeah. Because I think it's more think universal
2: it's, than Yeah. I know. think it is
1: very I think unfortunately it's so common that like we grow up and learn to police how we look yeah. and like police our bodies and like do all this crazy shit to be skinny. Mm-hmm. And like being thin is not a marker of health or what kind of person you are or beauty. And we know that now, but like that doesn't mean that like fat phobia still doesn't exist. Right. And you still don't have like those intrusive habits that make you want to like feel bad about eating. Yes. You know, I have totally. to say, I know I've brought up maintenance phase several times on this podcast before, but like maintenance phase has been the best thing that I've listened to that has like changed a lot of how I like think and feel and what I know about like eating and dieting.
2: Eating has always been such an event at home for me like we always ate dinner together every night and like my mom would like make people feel welcome in our house giving them food and like I don't it's just the idea that I have had like a fraught relationship with food at all is like Whenever I think about those times, I'm always so fucking sad during those times. Obviously, because there's something going on that I'm Andy restricting. And I was
1: so young. And I was
2: so young. But food makes me so happy. So when I'm like not allowing myself to enjoy that, like I start feeling it in like other arenas of my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Anyway, we should really have a conversation, like a whole episode. I think we about should. I think we should. It, it runs deep, and like
1: I also think it's. I mean, it'll always be somewhat of a relevant conversation, but I think especially now because, uh, like. People our age, like millennials, are like pushing back really hard on this kind of like uptick in that early 2000s, like way too skinny, super low rise, like fashion trend. I Would you call like being way too thin? A fashion trend? Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like it's coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kardashians got their BBLs removed, like... <laughs> It's, it's in the wind. Yeah. We can sense the eating disorders arising. Yeah. So I Fuck. think it's worth talking about and still pushing back against. Definitely. And
2: like Taylor Swift's music video. Did you watch Antihero? Mm-hmm. I watched it last night because people kept talking to me about it. Yeah. Ugh, I fucking love her. But she like stood on the scale and it said fat and that, that sparked a whole conversation about fatphobia yeah. and like in somebody's like that is so thin like allowed to use that word and like that I haven't read any of the articles so I can't have an opinion on it but like that conversation people kept
1: saying like internalized fat phobia a lot and then I was I'm like it also doesn't need to be that deep it's just like people are allowed to talk about their own experience and you're not going to be represented in their own experience and
2: she's been very open about having an eating disorder too
1: and also being fat isn't a bad thing so i think that's why like maybe there is a little bit of blowback but like you can't share your experience while censoring it if that makes sense yeah
2: absolutely I, should we read a review
1: Ooh, yeah okay review so time
2: after we um talked about Y'all leaving us super cute, super nice reviews, which by the way, helps us a lot. It's not just so we can like stroke our own ego truly it actually helps so much having reviews on apple podcasts and, and we, we love stroking stroke our, our own ego. egos that also is like a byproduct but it does help and y'all are so fucking nice to us so we decided we want to read a review every week and we got a new one this person's name is tomato bisque so i think you were right you took this out of last episode but liz thinks that they replace the usernames on apple reviews and i just think you're randomly. right yeah i think they just give them random mm. names which Maybe. doesn't make a lot of sense just don't give them a name
1: Well, okay. Mine was Glitter Dragon Nails, but I can see me making that for myself. So I don't know. Who knows?
2: Yeah, maybe you did put your name as Tomato Bisque, regardless. Hello, Tomato Bisque. Thank you so much. It was five stars. The subject line is Love these two. These two are the friends I wish I met in college. I love hearing them every week. Their takes are always honest and well reasoned, and they give good advice. Very funny, and I'll have to admit, I'm living a little vicariously through them.
1: I wonder in what way. Like, you, I can see.
2: Well, hopefully not all the ways, because there's, like, a whole lot of sad shit going on here, too. We're we're both sad. (laughs) We um, We were with the guest this weekend, and for Liz's birthday, it was me, Liz, Mr. Liz, and the guest. And Liz and I were just, like, talking like we always do, and the guest was, like, this is like seeing a podcast like the podcast in real life and it's like well it's yeah that makes sense because we just this is just how we talk
1: (laughs) yeah Mr. Liz was like the guest reminded me of like how cool you are like when he brought up the podcast and and I was like well what do you mean he's like I don't know I forget that like you do that sometimes and like it's so cool to like remember that you guys have this podcast and like it does well (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, Mr. Liz. And thank you to the guest for reminding Mr. Liz that he has a catch. Damn. Because not that he needs a reminder. No, but it is always
2: nice to have somebody remind you.
1: He was the star of my birthday, I would say. Oh, yeah. He was a hit. He was the star of the show, everyone. He was dressed up like Lurch. uh, (laughs) And he played bartender. And he happily played bartender. He made some good ass ass drinks. I picked up out drinks from this like spooky cocktail book and he bought all the ingredients so i didn't have to and that was that saved me a lot of stress that was a one of the biggest birthday gifts was just saving me some time and stress it's truly so kind um and then he was just playing bartender making everyone these drinks he
2: was truly happily doing it like he offered me a drink he was like well this is what Liz is drinking this is what I'm drinking like what are you in the mood for and I said I wanted what you were drinking and he like I was like but I can make it if you and he was like no 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 no." he was like went off and did it I was like okay look at you go
1: bartender boyfriend I love that well do you want to read a letter yeah buckle up no it doesn't start like that that's just me (laughs) 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 buckle up bitches. I lost my virginity. No. Uh the title is Lost My Virginity Last Night. And some questions. Hi, Amelia and Liz. Apology in advance for this novel that is this is going to be. Longtime listener, first time caller. Last night, twenty I, twenty-three male, he, him, bisexual, lost my virginity. talk Woo! I hooked up with a woman from Tinder, twenty-two female, she her straight. I picked her up around 10 p.m. and we went back to my place, watched a show, made out, also a first for me. I grew up Mormon. It's a long story. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Why tracks. it might be a long story. Um, and then moved to the bedroom. We spooned for a few minutes, then clothes came off and we started having sex. Don't worry, we used protection. My question is this. She came twice and I didn't finish at all. To be clear, I don't hold that against her or anything. I had a great time. I'm just wondering if that's normal, since the stereotype is that guys finish in thirty seconds and we want and we we went at it for maybe thirty minutes. After we had sex, we just laid in my bed cuddling and chatting for an hour or two, and then she asked me to drive her home. I feel like we had a really good night. I, feel like, I felt like we really clicked even when we were just chatting in my car before we ever even got to my place. Overall, it was a really good experience that gave me a lot of confidence. To be honest, it was the first time I've ever felt attractive. Kind of made me rethink how I think about myself. Love that
2: for you.
1: I had a couple questions at one point I was fingering her and it kind of seemed like I hurt her. I apologized immediately, of course, and we got back to it after. I'm just wondering, what did I do wrong? I had two fingers in her doing the come hither sort of motion. Did I maybe hit something or something? How do I not do that again? So what I think is his nails were too long. Yeah. And also, if you have like if your cuticles are dry, that can be painful or it could have been, like, too hooked. Yeah, to come hither. Yeah, To come hither and less of, like, a, a flat kind of come hither. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm yeah, doing it on video. I mean, good. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <I'm gonna> blur <laughs> yeah, this just, out. <laughs> if you're just listening,
2: just <laughs> imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, there's so many things that it could be. Like, she could have an IUD because, like, that shit could, like, hurt if you hit it, like, a
1: little Also, square. like, depending on where she is in her cycle Cycle, yeah her cervix could be lower Mm -hmm. and i don't know yeah i mean i don't know how to know that or sometimes like every the inside of every vagina is going to be a little different Mm -hmm. you know yeah and then their second question is is it weird that i didn't finish and like i don't think so like it's your first time having sex you're trying to like especially if it's your first time having sex and you're like in your 20s like you're just a little bit more aware of your surroundings than you are if you're like a stupid teenager um so i feel like yeah you're just like somewhat more aware of like what's going on and trying to take everything in like
2: the nerves going on too that it's your first time like that makes a lot of sense that you wouldn't I think the stereotype is like you come so fast on your first time but it's like not always sometimes well, you're in your head
1: it also doesn't sound like I mean I would not to speak on behalf of like straight men um but they do it for everyone else all the time so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I would say like also like when you're younger especially if you're like a teenager when you've are first having sex like you're only doing it to pleasure yourself whereas this it sounds like he was really interested in hitting it off with this person right you made her come
2: twice it just kind of happened you made her come two times during your first losing your virginity you made her come twice it seems like his
1: intent wasn't to go lose his virginity you know it was just like this date was going well and they hit it off and hooked up and you made her come twice yeah that's fun
2: you know how often somebody that i've had sex with that has had sex a lot of times have has made me come twice not very (laughs) often not very often (laughs) i could say never so. so
1: Oh, go you. <laughs> um, I did tell her that it was my first time, but it was during Alolan's sex rather than before. I wasn't actively trying to hide it or anything. I was just in the moment and forgot to mention it. She was surprised to hear it, probably more because it was a Tinder hookup than because of my incredible sex <laughs> skills. LOL. And offhandedly said it, was, said it explained some things. <laughs> I assumed she meant that explained why i hadn't finished also full disclosure i did masturbate that morning so that may have had something to do with it does that sound like what she meant to you i wouldn't think so i would think like i'm like context is everything so we weren't there to like know if that's what she meant like maybe the fingering did hurt her and that's what she was thinking yeah i
2: mean like yeah context is important but also like that might like it was your first time having sex like you're it you might not have been great at it but also this person might have had sex with a lot of men that have had like you know that they've had bad sex and she may she would probably say the same thing to them you know like I I don't know, like, I think that there are things that people say that they don't, like, fully mean to, like, ease the awkwardness of the situation. Yeah, I
1: mean, if you're, like, if it's a lull during sex and not, like, before yeah that would be something that would catch me off guard and I wouldn't know what to say so yeah be like, oh yeah okay that makes sense it's just or like something or that explains st- that explains it <laughs> like it's
2: okay it's okay if she meant that you seemed like you didn't know what you were doing because you didn't like that's the reality yeah. of it you're gonna get better as you do it but like
1: also that's not a dig or anything no um and I also don't think it had to do anything with like If you didn't come, what's the etiquette with talking to someone after a hookup? Beforehand, we had only discussed it as a hookup, but neither of us mentioned it exclusively being a hookup, if that makes sense. I'm going to message her this morning just to say I had a great time and I'd love to see her again if she's interested. Just wondering what the general etiquette is. I think that's fair.
2: I think that's a good etiquette.
1: Personally, like I love having a good debrief after sex. Like I I like to have a highlights reel, Uh like to be like, what did you like the most? Yeah. Because I I want to know what I did well, um. Because I love praise.
2: <laughs> praise came. No, I want to
1: know what they liked so I can do more of it. Yeah. And then I also like talking about what I liked. Yeah. So they can do more of totally. it. Totally. I so think- I love being just I don't know or like um what could have happened differently. Like I don't or like what should we try next time. Mm-hmm. Um. So I just love having a little conversation after and like I don't think it's weird to talk about it because you just like had penetrative sex with yeah, you someone. were just inside yeah. someone if you just saw someone naked and had sex with them I think it's okay to be like um what is like what kind of stuff like do you like doing or having done to you like since this was my first time blah blah, blah. yeah
2: I mean I think that like this question how I understood it was like the whole there's this like media like thing that like we all have in our heads of like the two-day rule like don't reach out to them first and if you do wait two days because it's like you don't want to like look too clingy or like
1: that shit's boring it's so
2: fucking boring I
1: think it it feels good to be excited about someone
2: yeah totally and
1: like you know it's I
2: understand too like the well I don't want to look too clingy like I don't want to like look you know if we talked about it being exclusively a hookup like is that is it just gonna end there like I understand that confusion but like I I am always err on the side of, like, doing whatever gives you the most peace. And you're very clearly respectful of, like, her boundaries. Like, you've at least multiple times in this email, we only obviously have this email to go off of, but multiple times in this email, like, I feel like you've made it clear that you respect this person. So, like, that's going to come across. It's not like you're going to be, like, showing up outside of her window and be like, hang out with me again. Just, like, reach out and, like, whatever feels good feels
1: good. And you're not trying to hang out with her because you had sex. No. You know? Yeah. Um, but then he ends to say, I also just wanted to say how much I appreciate the two of you. I've been listening to your podcast for maybe eight months and I love hearing your stories and advice. You've gone a long way towards normalizing casual sex as well as therapy, which I'm working on starting and I can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you. Good for you. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Mazel tov on losing your virginity. And, um... Not being afraid to ask questions. And I I honestly think like anytime you have sex with a new person or even someone that you've already been like having sex with. Yeah. Like I love having a good conversation after. Yes, absolutely. Like because once you know them better, it's more of like a fun little highlights reel. But at the beginning, it's like, well, what do you like? I think I might like to try this. Like, yeah. It's just a good time to talk about it. And Yeah. I don't know. Do you like having pillow talk? Absolutely. It's just fun.
2: Recently, when when I've been having sex, I just like want to take a shower and go to sleep after because I think I'm getting old. Um, I mean,
1: sometimes when like the only time you have is late at night and you're already tired.
2: Liz, I had sex on my kitchen floor a couple of nights ago. That was...
1: It sounds a little cold. Was it cold? No. (laughs) No, it was not. I guess if you're like already like... Hot and like things are ramping up. It yeah. might feel kind of nice. It
2: was like it wasn't one of those things like we should fuck on the kitchen floor. It just like happened. Ooh, remarkable.
1: That I was, haven't had unplanned sex in so long. It's it could be it could, it's fun. I miss it, but then also I'm like, do I?
2: When you're in a relationship for a while, I think unplanned sex is always like rare. I think that that's the case for everyone.
1: I mean, or almost well, everyone. Like everyone that now, I know. it's like we talk about it and we plan it. and yeah, whatever. Right. But then, like before that, in past relationships, it wasn't a conversation. It was just kind of like a feel how you feel. Yeah, you, you you're gonna try and make a move. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, I prefer talking about it because then you feel free to have physical intimacy without the expectation of sex. And I love that. Oh, it's the fucking best. It feels so nice to just like. M- like be able to make out and like neither of you are anxious about like uh are they gonna try and have sex because I don't want to
2: right someone kissing you just to kiss you is like the best feeling yeah
1: and just like hu- hugging and snuggling and whatever and there's no expectation to have sex but then you miss the excitement of like being in the moment and yeah. like you're like oh I- we're just both on the same page and like getting ramped up and on bothered together. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I wonder if there's like a middle ground. I'm sure there is. I don't know what it is yet. It's like also kind of like a grass is always greener situation.
2: with Everything in relationships. I think
1: there just needs everyone's different too. So I think it's just kind of like a one man's trash, a, a team effort of figuring it out together. Amen. So Anyway, thank you for writing. Yeah. Thank you um we're gonna end with a fun question that i wanted to ask amelia which is what is the most millennial thing about you
2: there's so many things a few things that i've mentioned in the past like saying like doggo and
1: burb hate that hate that about me i hate i love the word burb burb it's funny Um, I, i prefer to write it versus say it see i don't really
2: know like what is millennial versus what's gen z now because uh-huh. like i feel out of touch but then sometimes i'm like no i am a cool mom <laughs> no you know what darn it i'm a cool mom gosh darn it i can hang with the youths um i think like complaining about like my joints hurting <laughs> <laughs> your body aging is yeah. the most millennial it's thing most about millennial you thing. when liz first lobbed me this question um as a little heads up i said my my um Adderall intake <laughs> Is the most millennial thing about me? I think that's Gen Z. You think so? I I do. I guess we're kind of like the ritalin era,
1: mm-hmm. like before people started to like. I mean, question like Gen Z is now like diagnosing themselves. That's so true. So I think that's a little
2: like oh, I do different. math a certain way.
1: ADD. Um, no, go to a doctor. I think. Can I say what I think the most millennial thing about you is? About me? Yeah. I'm so like,
2: scared. Okay.
1: Um, I think it's how much you love dogs. Is that a millennial thing? Is that chewy? I think it's <laughs> I don't think it's chewy, but I think it's like a really like millennial thing to be like I I really love this one thing. That's so funny. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like I love pizza or like I love dogs. That's so funny. I think well, I thought it I thought this question because I saw your laptop with all the stickers on it yeah. and I recently saw someone like say like you could like millennials are afraid to put stickers on their laptop like oh and um it was it was funny how they described it and i felt the same i saw i i had like a visceral feeling when i saw all the stickers on your laptop because i was like (gasps) (gasps) like it's like how my mom treats seeing my tattoos like (laughs) oh my god that's that's permanent on like this thing that was so expensive oh (laughs) my god yeah no honestly I kind of had that same reaction when I put the first one on um uh, it took me fucking forever to put any stickers on my water bottle oh, like I've got nuts that's how <laughs> that's a good one there's a Ted uh what's his last name Ted Cruz yeah uh there's a Ted Cruz sticker that says this man ate my son on Amelia it makes me a lot every time I said, I'm so happy I didn't put it on my car because I almost did that's I honestly I think you
2: should have that would have been funny. This is our friend's record store who hosted Liz's party. It's mm-hmm. Black, Black Noise
1: Records. If you're ever in Bellingham, hit a Black Noise Records.
2: Um, this is the plant shop I want to bring you to. Ooh, okay. Next time you're in my neck of the woods, we got to go to Peace, Love, and Happiness Club. I'd love to. Okay, Wait, anyway. what do
1: you think is the most millennial thing about me? Well, I was going to ask what you think
2: the most millennial thing about you is before I answer.
1: Um, I mean, the this, this sticker thing is just something that stood out to me about myself right now. Um, I have to think. I have to think i'm gonna think about my most millennial trait i'm sure i have many i was gonna say your plants uh it's either the plants um or possibly like i could also see it being like my cats Mm -hmm. big cat lady um and just like anxiety being like a personality trait (laughs) That is kind of a millennial thing. Yeah, isn't they're it? like I'm anxious. Like we're all fucking anxious. Yeah. Everyone is anxious. The boomers did that to us. Yeah, there's <laughs> and they're anxious too. Okay? There is not a single person in your generation of life yeah. that has not had anxiety. It's just like we're, we're the Everyone has anxiety. i have the yet to the first person who doesn't have anxiety. Right. We're just
2: the we're the first generation to embrace it and go yeah. to therapy. Like that's a that's a very millennial thing mm-hmm. cuz like Gen X and and boomers like are very historically anti yeah they think there's so much stigma wrong
1: with you yeah but it's because they're like if if my child needs help and what happened to them was wrong then what happened to me mm-hmm. is wrong mm-hmm. and i'm not ready to accept that what happened to me was wrong should we make next week eating disorder <laughs> yes <laughs> um Well, next week, next week, we'll just say it now. It'll be some heavy hitter topics with like body image and um, eating disorders and generational trauma and therapy. Oh, it's going to be a good one, folks. Oh, man. (laughs) Am I am I ready to talk about my childhood trauma? Am I? (laughs) I don't. Yeah, God, talk about my eating disorders. It also feels like you're like, is are these things like big enough for me to talk about? But I think they are. Absolutely. Like okay. I was able to like understand my own experiences because someone else talked about theirs. That's I think that when I went to my therapist and I was like <laughs> reading the long ass text I sent you. Oh yeah. Like,
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. It's I think that there, it's another very millennial trait to like play down our own experiences because they're not as bad as other people's when in reality it's a spectrum. And mm-hmm. like people that have experienced very traumatic things aren't looking at like people with less trauma and being like, that's not that's nothing.
1: I also think what I've noticed the the biggest difference between older millennials and younger millennials is older millennials still are holding a lot of like those shitty mindsets of, like, traditional households that Mm -hmm. they end up projecting onto, like, Gen Z. Yeah. Of, like, well, you didn't, like, listen to the rules and you behaved badly, so that's why you're punished. Yeah. And, like, obviously things aren't that black and white. Like, they're only focusing on their own trauma and not, like, applying it to, like, oh, other people have trauma too. Right. Whereas I think the difference with younger millennials is, like, they're, sure, we're still not going to, like... Stand up for ourselves as much, but we'll like defend Gen Z. Yeah, to be like leave them alone, yes. let them go to therapy. Know, that's so like, fucking. That's so real. <laughs> we're the ones like <laughs> trying to shield them from like the shit we had to deal with. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. I
2: I know that we're like, like trying to wrap doing the right thing. But that just reminded me. I just watched the Barney documentary on Hulu. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. It's called I Love You, You Hate Me, and it's like the story of like the rise and fall of Barney. And it's actually fascinating because it talks a lot about like the time then like the 90s early 2000s me too but how that was like the era of like nirvana and like anarchy and beavis and butthead and like not giving a fuck Mm -hmm. and like then there was barney who was like so pure and like had had nothing going on except for like love and barney bashing was a thing people that were like playing Barney in shopping malls to, like, take pictures with kids were getting beat up. What the fuck? And, like, people... There was, like, a bunch of clubs started by, like, parents to, like, get Barney taken down because it was, like, so annoying to them to have to listen to all the time. There was, like, a whole lot of shit, but it was a That's result so of the era that awful. we were in. You should watch the documentary. Because I'm thinking
1: about how much I loved Barney as a kid. And, like, anytime I got sick, it didn't matter the time of year, I would... Make my parents turn on um, the Barney Christmas movie because they sang songs and, like, it was like a whole cute little plot line. And I would just watch it anytime I was sick over and over again.
2: It was just the best, the most feel good show. The woman that started it, um, Cheryl Leach, created it for her son. And he ended up like, he was like, grew up and was not he did not have a good how do I word this he he ran into some trouble later in life and they talked mm. about how like having that show attached to your name when there was like so much hate around it during the time can like really fuck someone up it's it is such an you have to watch it it's two parts that is fascinating
1: and also makes me so sad like there's a person in that costume
2: yeah making fun fact minimum wage it was a it was a mime in the costume and somebody else did the voice
1: oh that's funny isn't that interesting yeah
2: it was, you have you have to watch it especially since I'm you liked to. barney i loved barney um and then when i got too high my senior year of high school the summer going into college i got too high and my friend put on barney for me to calm down <laughs> oh, i love that and i did i watched barney for like two hours i might do that later it's pretty great you that know sounds- demi lovato and selena gomez were on at the same time that's
1: like uh the Musketeers of our time is barney kids oh my god true well i think that's a good place to rap Mm -hmm. wraparoo we need to have like some kind of um barney takeaway lesson here
2: well everyone (laughs) i think what we've learned today is what did we talk about um don't (laughs) don't dress as a rim reaper
1: (laughs) We talked about Halloween costumes and someone losing their virginity.
2: And it's okay if you don't know what you're doing the first time you have sex. None of us did.
1: Just communicate with your partner. Oh, <laughs> we're bringing in Disney. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's a crossover
3: yeah. event.
2: I don't know what just came over my body. All right. Well, we Take love it away. you,
1: are children. <laughs> I was like, does she even need me for this? She's just... No, you like you threw in some beautiful... Uh, I don't know what that's I called. I don't know carry with it since yeah. Nick Cannon just uh,
2: um, announced his 12th kid.
1: Goodbye. <laughs>